Hi there, welcome to the Special Story Podcast. I'm Sharon. And I'm Max. And we're here talking about our lives being part of a family with kids with special needs. So how's it going, Maxie? Good. Good. Max was nice enough to fill in today because Daddy is out of town for work, isn't he, Max? Yes. Yeah. So we tried to do like a little session with him, but it just got so complicated with technology and everything else. So Max agreed to be my co-host tonight. Right? Hooray! <laughs> Hooray! So I think today we are just going to talk about kind of what our schedule is like when Daddy goes out of town because I feel like that always makes things a little bit extra complicated, don't you think? Sleepwalking number one! Uh, yes, yeah, sleepwalking. Yeah, so sometimes Max does a little bit of sleepwalking and it seems like it picks up whenever Daddy goes out of town, doesn't it? Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because Daddy's not here. Yeah. It's just kind of like probably harder to fall into like a deep sleep when he's not here. Yeah. Your mind is just thinking about him. Yeah. What do you do? What did we What did we do this time when Daddy was out of town so that you would feel happy when you went to bed? Sleep in his spot. Yeah, Max didn't sleep in Daddy's spot in his bed. How did you like that? Um, congratulations, bud. Congratulations to the bed. So yeah, so I think when Daddy's out of town, it's definitely a little bit harder, and I feel like our schedule just get a lot more crazy. I know for me, usually when Steve is here, he does like breakfast with the kids and so he'll get up and he'll get them breakfast and kind of get re- get them ready for school and stuff like that. So that's something that when he goes out of town, I have to do, which is always a little bit of extra work. Yeah, so I feel like when he's out of town, it definitely gives me more appreciation for all the single parents out there that do this every single day. And so I salute you parents because... As it turns out, every time that Steve goes out of town, I do think to myself, man, he does a lot of work around here. (laughs) And as soon as he's gone, I remember all the things he does because then I have to do them all. (laughs) But he's out of town last week and he's out of town most of this week, but then he will be back for a while. So that will be really good news. So I think we're going to make it through. Although it was bad enough that Steve sent me flowers today, which, you know, for all the moms out there, you know that things have to get pretty bad if your husband starts sending you flowers to say like, oh, I appreciate all the work you're doing and everything else. What do you think of that, Max? Why is it bad, first of all? Oh, why is it bad to get flowers? Well, it's good to get flowers, but usually it's like if if you're getting flowers, it's because things have been hard enough that like the dad is trying to say like, Oh, I appreciate all the work you've been doing. <laughs> you for know what I mean? For a joke? No, not for a joke. For, for serious. Then why are they even doing it? Like, it's... Like the flowers? I still don't get oh, it. It's kind of just supposed to be, like, a nice, like, a nice present. Like, just to say, like, oh, I appreciate everything you're doing. But how do you not like the present? No, I do. I do. Oh. I do. But then why did you say it's bad? Oh, because I was saying, like, you know things have to be getting pretty stressful. Yeah. If you start getting flowers. Oh, I see. Now you're with me. Do you feel like things have been getting pretty stressful or do you not want to talk about it? No, I want to talk about it. Okay, okay. Well, I think you already said, like, I think it's definitely hard for Max when Daddy leaves. But I feel like after a while, we do get into a good rhythm. So I think that's very good. And today, other than the fact that Daddy is out of town, we thought that it would be nice to go into a little more detail about 
Lulu's schedule now because it is getting very hard. Very intense. Yeah, exactly. So I think I talked about some of this on last week's podcast, but we did her IEP meeting back in December and there's a whole story about how we came up with this plan. Basically, in December, I went to her IEP meeting and I wanted her to have speech therapy and physical therapy because she needs them both. She is a bit, she, I mean, her articulation skills are pretty good, but obviously not up to your typical three and a half year old. Um, and her physical therapy skill, her physical skills are, I guess, I would say like maybe lagging a bit as well. She's walking now, but she's not climbing stairs or she can't like jump with both feet. And it's just, I think it's just a balance thing. And she doesn't have a lot of good like muscle in her legs. So it doesn't allow her to like really be able to like push off. Um, And her ankles still roll in a lot. So we do have little, I think they just call them little like inserts or little heel cups that we put inside of her shoes to help kind of brace her ankles so that her heels don't, so that her like ankles don't roll in when she walks. But we still felt like she needed some additional support to be able to, especially to be able to climb stairs and to kind of run and do anything that requires a little bit more. Like um, when the physical therapist evaluated her, they actually said that she doesn't do like the heel strike. Like when you walk, it's your foot is supposed to go down first your heel and then your toes. So heel, toe, heel, toe. And when she walks around, she just kind of clumps. So she puts her whole foot down at the same time. That's why you always hear Lulu clumping around our house. <laughs> I know that Max knows what I'm talking about when I talk about Sometimes the when I'm downstairs doing something by myself, I hear blub, 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 yeah. blub, 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 blub. <laughs> and it's Lulu. So I went to the IEP meeting hoping to get physical therapy and speech therapy, but unfortunately we did not get both. Um, so in the end, we ended up with some more special education services and what we got was an extra hour of special ed services. So for those who don't know, we do not have Lulu in the special ed preschool. Typically when your child is between the ages of three and six, they go, if they're going, you know, through the county schools, they go to special ed preschool. So typically Lulu would be in a special ed preschool five mornings a week in our county. But we've done something a little different. And instead of doing that, we're having the special ed teacher come to our house. And originally she was doing 60 minutes a week. But because she's having all these problems with like the physical therapy, instead of giving us physical therapy, they offered an extra hour of special ed basically to work on what they called a physical therapy plan. So I wasn't in love with this plan. <laughs> of course you weren't. <laughs> but no, I was I was not in love with the plan. Well, I just thought that if she needs physical therapy, she should get physical therapy. Don't you think? Kind of. Yeah. But instead, we kind of got handed this physical therapy plan. And, you know, I guess it just, it kind of is what it is. So the good news is that we're getting an extra hour of one-on-one special ed per week. So now we're getting 120 minutes. So in addition to that, she did qualify for speech therapy. So right now her schedule is that she does special ed for 120 minutes a week and she's doing speech therapy now for 60 minutes a week because she did qualify for speech therapy. And in addition to that, she is doing preschool, which is a morning program four days a week. And again, part of the reason we're doing the preschool program four days a week is kind of to get her ready for the next, for next year when she'll be going into the bigger, I think they call it like the children's house at the Montessori school. Which or is a, primary. Or primary, yeah, which is a bigger classroom. Max knows he was there. It's definitely a bigger classroom, right? 
Yeah, but elementary has 38 now. Okay. No, I was 36. Mm-hmm. 36 or 37. Okay. And primary has like 20. Okay, yeah. So primary is still a lot less. And Lulu would be going to primary, not elementary. You are in elementary. So maybe you can tell people in case they don't know, how. what are the grades for that span across elementary? What grades does elementary have? First, yep. second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth. Okay, so in your classroom, there are all ages and all grades between first and sixth grade. Yes. That's a big range. And it's a big class. And ages to 6 to 12. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big class, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Do you like being in such a big class? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. Especially four more extra fifth years. Oh, really? There's four more extra fifth years. Okay. You guys have a lot of fifth years? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I think you like it because it's like you get to hang out with your own friends who are your age, but you also get to hang out with some kids that are a little bit older, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then, but then what are the grades, what are the ages for for the primary, which they also call the children's house? Do you remember? It's hard to tell because I don't think they do ages Mm -hmm. because firstly it goes to three to six. Yeah. But one two-year-old then. Oh, Okay. Two primary. So. You've seen two-year-olds in primary? Yeah, no, only one. Oh, but, only so one. So I'm not sure if it's two or three. Because mm-hmm. I think that toddler yeah. takes in primary, but pr- it just yeah. takes in... <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. No, I think it definitely depends on the kid. Like, some kids, if they're ready, they can go up right at three, or I guess maybe one time even somebody a little before three was ready. But generally, I think they go up around three. And like Lulu will go a little bit late because she'll actually be four, but that's fine. That's kind of one of the nice things is it's like you can go up when you're ready. It doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be the day you turn three or whatever. So when Lulu moves up, yeah, the age range for her next classroom is three to six. So anyway, all of that is just to say that she's doing her toddler program right now, four days a week, to help her get ready for the bigger classroom next year because right now there's only 10 kids in her class but next year there's going to be 20 so that's a big difference so going back to her schedule her schedule now is very intense and we are starting it actually in the beginning of april so she's kind of got two months ish to get ready for this new schedule so do you want to go through the schedule with me yes okay so mondays now she does She's going to do speech therapy from 8.45 to 9.15. What day? On Monday. Okay. Morning. And then she'll come home and she'll do 45 minutes of special ed from 10 to 10.45. So that'll what day? Also Monday. Okay. Yeah. So that's just Monday. And Monday she does not have preschool. So that's like she's got the two other things but no preschool that day. So she's got no okay. preschool but she's got special ed and speech. Now, Tuesday, she does have preschool. So at 8.15, she goes to her regular preschool, and then she comes home at 11.45, and then almost as soon as she gets home from preschool at 12.30, her special ed teacher comes back and does special ed from 12.30 to 1.15. So again, she has two things on Tuesday. Got it? Got it. Okay. (laughs) And then Wednesday, all she does is preschool. So Wednesday is probably the least complicated day. Wednesday, she just goes to preschool at 8.15. She comes home at 11.45. Done. Thursday, she has two things going on. She has, she's supposed to go to preschool at 8.15, 
but they couldn't schedule her for speech therapy any other time but 8.45, just because our speech therapist was really busy. So she's going to go actually go to preschool a little bit late on Thursdays. So she's going to do 8.45 to 9.15 speech therapy on Thursdays and then go immediately to her preschool and do like 9.15 to 11.45. Okay. So she's got two things going on on Thursday. And then on Fridays, she also has two things going on because she actually goes to her preschool from 8.15 to 11.45 on Fridays. But her special ed teacher goes to her preschool on Fridays for a half an hour from 8.30 to 9 o'clock. To basically kind of see her in the preschool environment and help her if she needs help with things like we know that she struggles to kind of hold they have these trays that they carry for like their snack you know to the table and Lulu kind of has trouble carrying the trays to the table so the special ed teacher is going to try and help teach her how to balance and carry those trays and also like how to sit sit in the chairs that they have because they have kind of these special chairs at the table so kind of all that stuff especially okay. yeah so the special ed teacher will help with that So that's pretty much what she's doing from Monday to Friday. Almost every day she's got multiple things going on, and that's without doing any sort of, you know, official physical therapy. So our plan is to reevaluate in May, and I actually asked, because I wasn't crazy about the fact that we did not get any speech therapy, or I'm sorry, that we did not get any physical therapy from the county, I actually asked if we could have her reevaluated in May and see if she's made progress in her physical skills and basically I said if she hasn't made any progress then I would like her to have physical therapy next year and if she has made progress great then we can kind of go from there but she hadn't really made progress since last June in terms of her um, strength and her skills so I was a little bit I didn't want to just keep just letting it go and saying oh you know she'll get stronger she'll figure it out I wanted to make sure that we were being proactive and staying on top of it so that's kind of our plan for the next few months. We're going to reevaluate everything in May, and then we're going to come up with a new plan for next year. But that's what she's doing now. Okay. So All right. Pretty. I think that's pretty intense, though. What do you think? Very intense. Yeah. Do you actually think that, or are you just joking? No, I'm actually thinking that. Yeah. I mean, I think it's a lot to have two different things every single day. I can't imagine when I was three, I only went yeah. two days a week. I was like two or something. Yeah, you do. I cannot believe mm-hmm. three or four days. I know. Week. It's a lot. It is a lot. When you were three, we also did, we kind of did the same thing where we started putting you in four mornings a week when you were three. Also to kind of try and help you get ready for primary. But it is a lot. And I remember you being really tired. Like you would come home even after just the morning and you were really tired. And it's funny to think that now because now you go to full day, five days a week, and it's totally fine. But back then, it was like even four mornings a week, you were so tired. Because you're just a lot littler. So I don't know. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Maxie, before we let everybody go? I think we're good. Okay. All right. Well, great. Well, Like I said, we just wanted to kind of go over Lulu's schedule just to kind of, I think I just wanted to give people an idea of what it's, what a typical schedule is like for somebody who's doing all this stuff. And a lot of kids with Down syndrome do need speech therapy and a lot of them do need physical therapy and a lot of them do go to some sort of preschool, whether it be private or special ed preschool. And so it can be a lot, but you know, we, we do, we kind of do make it all work and I feel like it's been really good for Lulu and she's been making a lot of progress. So I've been really happy. And actually Lulu's speech therapist is actually going to be the same speech therapist that you had when you were three also. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm really excited about that because we really liked her and we thought she was great with you. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Lulu can do once she starts her official speech so therapy. I felt like she was kind of serious. I know you felt like she was kind of serious. I think it was hard though because she had, I mean, she has like a couple different kids. They don't do it one-on-one in the public schools. They do like small group sessions. Yeah. So I feel like they don't have the chance to be like, oh, let's go, you know, play and stuff like that. Whereas I know your occupational therapist, she was always like, hey, let's go play and have fun. <laughs> yeah, she was nice. Yeah, but I just think speech therapy is a little bit more of like a serious subject, you know. That's kind of like getting yeah. you to pronounce everything but correctly. But I don't think a four-year-old will yeah. need to learn to get serious. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But she did great with you because look how well you speak now. Pretty so good. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. So she obviously did a pretty good job. So I think she'll do the same with Lulu. Anyway, so I guess that's all we have for this week. But thank you, Max, for joining me. It was really nice to have you. And hopefully we'll see you again soon. Okay. okay. Goodbye. Bye-bye. So thank you so much to Max for joining me to talk about Lulu. Uh, he uh, <laughs> he got a little bored toward the end there. I think that discussing Lulu's schedule is not exactly his most, um, I don't know, it's just not the most exciting use of Max's time. <laughs> But I felt like he was a really good sport, and he does love talking about Lulu. He really, really does. So he is off now. He's gone out to read a book on dinosaurs, I believe, because he's seven, and that's what seven-year-olds do. And I don't think I really had too much to add to the end of our podcast. Steve will be back with me next time. We are thinking about changing up our format a little bit. So up until now, we've been doing it every week. Um, And we actually just hit episode 20. So that's been a good, kind of a good milestone for us. Um, And we're really excited about that. And I think our goal kind of from the get-go is just to make sure that we had some, you know, some episodes kind of in the bank, if you will, and some content kind of there for people who wanted it. But I think going forward, especially with Steve's travel schedule being what it is, I think we're probably going to be switching to every other week just to make it a little bit easier to record and also just because we've heard from a lot of parents that they actually have trouble keeping up with the podcast too. (laughs) I've heard from so many moms who are like, oh my gosh, I don't know how you're recording this once a week because I can't even listen to it once a week. So we're going to try the every other week format and just let us know what you guys think. Let us know if you like it. If you don't like it, you can always make adjustments. But we thought, especially going into the spring, going into summer with Lulu's new schedule, we thought this might make a little bit more sense. So we will be back not next Thursday, but the following Thursday after that. Um, And in the meantime, please definitely share the podcast. Uh, We'd love to hear from new people um, and we'd love to be able to get the word out there and just continue to grow and expand and just get in touch with more families. We love hearing feedback from the people who do listen. So if you're listening, definitely let us know. And if you're looking for us, you can always find us on social media at special story, story with an E. Um, And you can also find us and listen to our episodes on our website, which is www.specialstory, also with an E. (laughs) And then we're also on Facebook at Special Story. So anywhere you want to find us, we should be there and we would love to hear from you. And otherwise, we will talk to you next time. All right. Thanks. Bye. (laughs)